0: Hello, assalamualaikum, everybody, you're all safe, sound and healthy. And yes, the fan's on, so you will hear that slight worrying in the background of the ceiling fan, because as you know, I just don't follow the crowd and I'd like to do things my own way. So that's it, because everybody now wants that perfect podcast that is as if they're doing it in a studio. I don't want that. I think if people went more natural, I would have gone for the studio, Uh, but that's me. And yeah, thinking about original and that's me, you know, listen, I am the kind of person that if right at the beginning, you are teaching me certain values that the Quran says this and God says this and wise people say this and schools will learn about, you know, stuff. The reason why we learn about all this stuff is because they apply to us, right? They're made for this world, for the people. Many books, obviously, by the people. So later on, when you get this really weird, hypocritical logic that you bring in that, you know, those are just bookish words. Those are just bookish things. You can't apply what's in the books to the real world. Why did they write them? And why are you teaching them? If you don't want us to apply them, why are you teaching them? so that hypocrisy, it really gets to me and one of the finer examples of that is which you know as as you know one of my biggest problems right now is with the service industries and the way they treat people and one of them is the school on one hand you want a school to be 100 percent pure business and on the other hand when it suits you you remember that this is not exactly 100% business, but it, it has to adhere to the rules uh, based on social system and welfare. So you really need to balance that out or you need to figure it out which where, where you come in because um, the way schools are acting nowadays, schools, colleges, and universities, they're 100% pure, pure business. You are learning institutions, but you don't teach jack shit, right? And schools, um, they come up and, you know, uh, they seem to accommodate you when they need all these students. But, But when these students show no improvement and the schools are just looking for different ways to mint more money out of these students by increasing their fees for one and then attaching an academy that they suddenly decide to create and then they have to force all these kids to go to that said academy because that will help improve their education what do they really do in, the, in these academies they just do their homework and so parents are obliged to pay for the schools and then they're obliged to pay for the academies because if their students don't go to the academies if their kids don't go to the academies then the schools are actually going to discriminate against those students both in their results and in their attitude so on the one hand you're teaching these students bookish values and on the other hand, this is what you're practicing in front of them. And shame on you. Your learning institutes, shame on you. The whole point of a school is that there should, they, they create a foundation for human beings while they're still young enough to be molded. And they teach them all about equality. And they teach them about fairness and justice. And they teach them about values and morality. And they teach them about practicality as well and how to live your lives as a dignified human being. And then you go and you discriminate against those very students for materialistic and worldly uh, reasons. And that is just beyond criminal. I mean, uh, to me, it's beyond criminal. Um, We've been dealing with schools that, uh, you know, there's this uh, politician friend of ours who uh, obviously to, in order to make sure that she grabs a seat in the parliament. You know um, what she did is that. Oh, it's true that she worked really hard and she probably still works very hard. But I don't, I, I don't see that as working hard when you take up multiple projects and you cannot complete even one of them properly. You know, to me, uh, a project is something that you pick up and then you make sure that it is. Um, run in such a way that even if you're not there, that project is ongoing for probably the next century or so. Or if it is a project that does not need to be ongoing but it has a time limit, it should be completed within that time limit and should be 100% finished before you move on to another. Opening various projects up and saying we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this, we're doing, and not a single one of them actually having a conclusion or a resolution or an actual uh, you know, uh, completion to it, to me, it's a waste of time and a waste of energy for all parties involved. So yeah, that, that's my problem. Uh, and one of those projects that, despite the fact that actually even before she began these projects, we uh, many of us on our own as individuals, because this is a sort of a, a culture in, in our um, country where, you know, the the well-off people will always try to do something to help those who are less, you know, less uh, well-off than they are. So, for example, whenever we have uh, people who are struggling financially, we try to help them by um, sponsoring their kids in schools, okay, or making sure that they their schools go to uh, their kids go to government schools and stuff like that. And, and if it's um, if there's, for example, there's uh, no more space in the government school, than we look for the local private school and we sponsor them. Sponsor them in the sense is that we simply just paid a fees for them. So, um, um, this friend of ours, she decided to take this to a whole new level where, you know, so what she did is that it's true that she managed to arrange lots of sponsors for lots of students. Um, we and other people together helped her with that. Now, but the thing, one of the weird things that she did, which is actually not not, not weird because everybody who knows any politician knows that this is exactly what they do. So she proved herself to be a right-gone politician when she did that, is that um, those kids that we were sponsoring through other friends as well, on our own, I mean, it had nothing really to do with her project or her mission. She made the school put that under her name as well. So because of that, because officially her name as the main sponsor came in, Now, whenever we encountered problems, we had to tell her about it. The fact that she couldn't do much of anything. For example, when they decided to increase the fee, which is against all rules. I mean, when you sponsor a student, the fees of that student cannot be changed. It cannot be changed in any way until the end of that schooling. Okay, Until the, the student finishes that particular school, you know. Uh, so if the school is to metric then that means that she or he until they're if completed their metric that fees cannot be changed But this school changed their fees about three to four times and many sponsors that were obliged to back out because listen These sponsors are not ultra rich filthy rich uh, Philanthropists, okay, these are your everyday middle-class people and they are on a budget and uh, if you keep doing that to them obviously they will not be able to help no matter how much they want to um she did nothing about that and so she said oh yeah you know what? the current fee is fixed i'm like you know what we've heard that for the past three times now you need to do something about this or else should people will just not sponsor kids anymore and kids are going to be pulled out another thing that the school was doing was When many students who were um, sponsored students, when they did leave the school, they did not inform the sponsors. The school did not inform the sponsors either. And they kept taking that money from the sponsors for like a year, half a year. It depended on whenever the sponsors suddenly found out that the kids were no longer there. And then the school would tell them, oh, no, we've shifted your money to another kid who needed a sponsorship. Who were you to do that in the first place? You were supposed to inform the sponsors that, listen, this kid is no longer there, but there is another kid in need of of your sponsorship. Would you like to turn to that kid? What are they going to say? No. And even if they do say no, it's your money, for God's sake. So this, to me, this is actually dishonesty and this is fraud. Again, when we told our uh, politician friend who was so fond of putting her name on top of this whole project, despite the fact that it would have you know, I mean, uh, she, she did jack shit. And then I just stopped telling... I just told her one thing. I'm like, listen, you need to stop sponsoring kids, okay? You need to send them to government schools. They have no capacity. I'm like, government schools, which are 10 times larger physically than these local schools that are literally opened in homes, in locals, in areas, in every street, you're telling me that those government schools have no place for more students but these small schools opened up in two canal three canal houses have capacity for you to keep on shoving them with more and more kids seriously so okay fine now these kids that you're shoving in at these these various different private schools you're a politician and you're shoving students into private schools as sponsored children that also contradicts um your claims that you have you know you you the, the current government's claims was that they wanted to finish this division this discrimination this comparison between private schools and government schools so as we all know one of the main things that they did is that they made the syllabus one so even if you're a private school or a government school your basic syllabus is going to be one private schools can add on to that syllabus and keep on with their, with their own syllabus as well but these books have to be taught as well, the basic syllabus. So basically, they sort of lower down the level of private schools, which were pretty high. But they knew that the private schools were not going to accept that, so they allowed the private schools to keep on with their own uh, syllabus as well. So private schools are basically running parallel syllabuses, the the government provided and their own. And government schools have, obviously, the new syllabus. So um, when you're basically teaching the same syllabus now, Uh, I don't understand why you're putting students into private schools when they can just go into government schools and get the same exact education for free, first of all. So second of all, by still shoving students into private schools, you're actually contradicting your own claim that you have equalized the standard of education of uh, government schools and private schools. You just contradicted your own claim so i mean at the end of the day you know um, and then the thing is that these schools they keep on increasing their fees and even for regular students i mean for regular students though, the way they increase their fees for the past two to three years parents have been petitioning against these schools and the government also was uh, as far as i remember the government passed a law that the schools cannot increase their fees um until after a certain time has passed and then even the fees cannot be increased over a certain limit. And yet the schools are still doing that, and I don't see the government uh, taking action or doing anything. As I've said in my previous podcast as well, our schools are also no longer learning institutions but more like they have become drug dense because students, especially school in schools, The fact that in schools you've got students who are now being introduced to drugs is an extremely dangerous thing. And it violates all all the rules that we have. And I mean, the school is supposed to be a place where you try to make you're actually sure that you're getting your kids off the street. You're putting them in school. That means that they're going to learn something. They're going to become something and they're going to be too busy to enter into all these various activities and yet now schools are where they are introduced to these activities and the fact that the government has still not done something about it you know instead the opposition is 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 so busy trying to create problems so that they should get a seat in the government i mean you should be ashamed of yourselves you should be ashamed of yourselves that you're destroying a whole generation. You have already destroyed two generations and you're destroying a whole new generation. You're destroying a whole freaking civilization. And yet you people are having a power struggle as to who wants the seat of what province and who wants the seat of what federal part. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Our children are being screwed with. Our children are not receiving education. Our parents are living in eternal misery because the one safe place that they thought was there for their children is no longer a safe place. Instead of cracking down on these schools and blacklisting them and closing them down for violations of the rules and the laws that you people profess to have passed, nobody's doing anything. And because, you know, the elections are coming up, so now everybody is just, you know, literally, it's as if suddenly dogs have come into action, you know, and and dogs are barking everywhere, and they're wrestling everywhere, and, you know, freaking animals, you know, you're like pigs in a trough. What's wrong with you? Focus on the freaking problem here, okay? Just focus. Do something here because this this damage, this damage is long-term. I don't care what you do, but for the next 50 years, you have just caused an irreparable damage, okay? It will take you another 70 years just to fix that. You're already fixing shit that's worth 70 years. You're already having problems fixing 70-year-old shit, and now you're going to create more shit for the next 50-70 years? What's wrong with you people? Schools need to follow a more strict policy laid down by the government okay schools themselves need to create more strict policies okay they need to work hard on maintaining discipline and order within them so that they know exactly what's going on i mean this is unheard of it's totally unheard of to have children in schools having complete access to drugs getting introduced to drugs they're not i mean they're literally in elementary you're in elementary and you already have started finding out about drugs who the frack is responsible for that over there the government needs to do something okay schools that are thinking that they don't care if their students live or die and they don't care if their students get an education or not they actually literally tell their teachers that you shouldn't tell the parents that their students have these, that their kids have these problems or that they need to focus on this So that, you know, what the hell are you here for? When I was a teacher, uh, one of our most important things was, was, you know, it was communication with parents. Okay. We communicated with parents and very bluntly told them, look, this is what your kid's up to. Look, this is how you can fix it this is this is your kids weakness these are their strengths you need to help us work on it we will be working on it in school but most of the time they're at home at home you need to work on it one would think that with the with, with technology and with mobile and with the internet kids would probably be staying at home all the time and probably be even more safer but somehow or the other that just just backfired i mean you know you thought that kids would no no longer be in the streets and you know um, they would always be at home. That means they would be right, you know, uh, within your where you can actually have an eye on them. And yet now it seems as if kids are living a more dangerous, a more insecure, and a more a more unsheltered life than they did when these you know when they weren't housebound. It's weird. It's just weird. Okay. So when kids go out, they go out from the various activities. Uh, otherwise, they're not out. Even if they're not out within the home, they probably will be up to various activities, and you as parents will be clueless, and there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah, the government, the learning institutions, the parents, all 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 these organizations and institutions that were integrated into society for the purpose of helping a new generation grow up in a more dignified, in a more civilized, in a more disciplined and orderly manner so that they can have a better future. All those institutions that were there to play their roles have not been playing their roles for the past two two decades at least, okay? And they need to be woken up. They all need to be shaken up. They all need to get back to playing their roles, or they should be removed. Because in the education industry, okay, so you're you're claiming it's a business? Okay, fine, let's put it this way. You're a business, right? You do realize that you are also a service-based industry. That means you're being paid for services that you need to render. So, you're not teaching children for free. You're running a business here, and you have promised your clients that if they pay you this huge amount, you're going to render services that would lead to a drastic improvement in their children's knowledge, and in their children's lifestyle, and in their children's education in general. You're not rendering that service. So, how dare you? How dare you challenge parents when they come to ask you about it? And how dare you speak rudely to those parents? And how dare you discriminate amongst children based on whatever it is that you're getting from their parents? How dare you? You call this a business, right? This is a service-based industry. You do realize that if people will cease to send their children to your school, your school will close down overnight how dare you behave like that with your customers with your clients because of whom you're earning all that money and you're not even paying taxes oh but now the government has actually caught you and they've made you pay taxes and so you've decided that you should just suck it up more all out of the parents listen the more money you take the more higher the expectation of the parents okay if you fall short of that expectation, you're answerable. You need to give them an answer. So our governments, our learning institutions, our hospitals, our parents, we are all playing a role here. And our role is to serve and protect, really, at the end of the day. And we're not doing that. We're not serving anybody we're not helping anybody we're not protecting anybody we are adding to the chaos we were put there we were all working together to make sure that there is no chaos to render a discipline and order so that people have a safe environment in which they can thrive and now we are the ones who have made that Whole system collapse by not playing our roles. So the government really needs to take notice of it. But so, so do the parents. Parents, you shouldn't feel so helpless. Um, just coming out on the streets and signing petitions, or if they're not helping um even if you have to resort to homeschooling do that there are a few parents who have been doing that right from the start as we know in every society there are always these parents that you see that prefer homeschooling believe me their children are more dignified they have more moral values Uh, they have more principles in life but obviously it's healthy it's much more healthier if you think parents really want that their children should be homeschooled? No, these are measures that they've taken in order to help and protect and save their kids and make their future. Why? Because the designated uh, protectors and the designated helpers and the designated teachers, they're not doing that. They're not doing their job. You know, of course parents would want that their children should mix with other children so that they should learn about social mannerisms and etiquette and and socializing and, you know, getting together and unity and diversity and blah, blah, blah. But the schools are not doing that. Because the schools are not doing that, our society is collapsing. It has already collapsed actually, but, you know, the height of hypocrisy has reached the stage that we are actually screwing with our whole civilizations and we don't care, nobody cares. So as parents, we're supposed to help and protect our kids and we're supposed to make sure that they have an environment in which they can thrive. As schools, we're supposed to help them by giving them the right tools to do so and the safety. And by teaching them about moral fiber and teaching them about character and teaching them about personalities and teaching them about how all this integrates into one, how it integrates into helping create a better future for that person, how to live with other people without hurting other people. And then the law and order uh, organizations and institutions, they're supposed to help maintain that environment, you know, and when you go to universities, universities were for scholars, I mean, the whole point of universities is that those who want to learn more, they go to universities, and now universities, if you look at the owners of the universities, they're like, I don't care what you do, even if you have to get an unqualified, fresh graduate, just put them in the permanent position so that we don't have to pay them much and I want this much profit every month. It should not go below this. I don't care what you do about it. I don't care what you do to get me that profit. Hello, You're an education institute. You're a learning institute. What the frack are you doing destroying the future of whole generation where they're coming to master in a subject and they end up spending billions and billions only to know that they haven't learned anything really so while you're minting money you're destroying a whole generation over and over and over again shame on you shame on you seriously what the frack there should be laws there should be laws that the government should make and these laws should stop learning institutions from becoming 100 percent business ventures they They should be able to give you a quality education. Their teachers should be paid accordingly. Their teachers should be qualified and their profit margin should not go beyond legal. It's as simple as that. But obviously we're just going to rant and rant and rant and nobody's going to do anything about it as always until after the milk is totally not just spilled But it has already moved down to the sewage and disappeared. When it's beyond being too late. Best of luck to all of us struggling to get the world back on track. And I hope everybody else who doesn't want that explode. I hope their whole world explodes and I hope you all get what you want from life and may it all be good for you and that you remember and that we all remember that what we have learnt in books are not just for books they're there for a reason people practice them people wrote down civilization's worth of experiences and as we all know, experiences that are centuries old are seldom wrong. So if everybody from every generation has reached to the same conclusion that morality, values, principles, have to be adhered to, then I think we better believe it. We better believe that they really are extremely important in order for our civilization to really, really develop and progress and evolve. So, this is me signing out for the Hafez.